We're in Simen Shinches, the Allahs of Muktza. We're up to Siv Zayin. We'll be doing Zayin and Ches. Siv Zayin. Chatichas Cheres Shen Mishpura Bachol Mikeli. A piece of porcelain that broke off a keli. You had a, a porcelain dish. It broke. And, and it broke during the week. And the little piece of it is roy, is usable to cover something else. So we had this halacha before, that shivrei kalim, um, remain kalim, they don't become muktzah machmas gufo, so long as they're still usable. If its principal use, or its only use, is to, to be used as a lid of a little keli, and these are not kalim that you'll find where you happen to be over here. For example, Carmelis and Rishus Arabim, where there aren't really kalim. Nevertheless, it is still not muktzah. Whereas, if you threw it out on Erev Shabbos, you're not allowed to move it. Because you are mevatel the keli. Even though some poor person would save it and use it as a lid for his little container, since its owner was maktzit, even though the owners are wealthy, the Now, what is this halacha? The halacha is that if you're talking about a kli gomer, you're talking about a full-fed fledged keli. We'll see later. The fact that you threw it into the garbage before Shabbos is not mavatel the shame kli, and it is not muktzamak was gufo. It doesn't become some. It doesn't become dirt. It remains a keli. Whereas, if you're talking about something that is a shevrakli, it's not really a keli. It's just that since it came from a keli, and it is usable, so we give it a shame kli, if that was cast into the garbage before Shabbos, the halachi is that it becomes muktzah. Um, now, the, this, uh, the, the, when it says ashpa, the garbage that is lobbed off the ashpa, it means like you threw out in front of your house, that also. Now, it says here, Beferish, this was only if you threw it out before Shabbos. If you throw it out on Shabbos, it doesn't lose the Shem Keli. So the question is, when someone finds such an object, how is he to know when you threw it out? Did you throw it in the garbage before Shabbos or on Shabbos? So, first the Mishdebur brings your Kiveger, who's Mistapek, what the Halach is in that case. Says the Mishdebur, that's only in the garbage. But what happens if you find it out in the street? So there, we have something of a Svek Svek. Number one, did the person really throw it away? Or, or was it that his keli broke over there and he picked up some of the pieces and he didn't realize that this piece was also there? So it could be he never threw it away in the first place. It was never meant for non-use. Even if, if he did mean to throw it away, maybe it happened on Shabbos. So that's a Svek Svek and there you could be Mekel. Um, so the the uh, the Meshulchanor goes on now. V'davka chatiches cheres mishum deisa misham daasya mishiver mishiverei kli. When do we say that something that is usable as a cover of a keli is also considered a keli? That's only if it really started off as a keli. Like here, we're talking about a, por- a porcelain dish. Um, before it broke, it was a full-fledged keli. Now that it broke, we say, all right, it won't lose the shame keli since it is usable. Avoldover shame boshaiches keli, kagom, tsroros, avonim. What happens if you have a pebble out in the street? Stones. Avoldishruim lachases ben keli, even though you could use it as the lid of a keli. Also, you're not allowed to move it. 
Because the fact that something could be used doesn't turn it into a kli. Remember, we learned back in the introduction that something that is not a kli, something that's not meant for use, is real muktzah. And as real muktzah, it may have been even before the gzera of Nehemiah that you're just not allowed to move it. There's no heter of tzarech gufo, and there's no heter of, uh, of tzarech makomo. Now the Mishtabur discusses several cases. He discusses, number one, the case of a wick that's used for, uh, for lighting. That's a klisha malatola iser. Whereas a used uh, wick that you don't really plan on using again, that's muktzah gufo and has no heter tiltal. How about a candle? So first he brings down that it's a keli shemalatol iser, but he brings the moruk tziyah who says that a candle that doesn't really have any use for heter at all is muktzah. Now, uh, muktzah machmas gufo, that is. Um, Lamaisa, there's a very big machlokas apost, machlokas rishonin, that doesn't really appear in the, in the, in the Mishnah Bura. And that is, what is the status of a keli shemalatol iser that has no use for heter? It's not that you're makbit. It's not that you're afraid it's too, it's too uh, uh, delicate or too expensive and you're afraid of breaking it. You just practically can't think of anything else to do with it. So there's a machlokas rishonim, does that, uh, a klisha malach iser that has no shimush l'tzorach gufo, can you move it l'tzorach makomo? Big machlokas lemaisa, the mishtabur doesn't really address it. Nair may be an example of that. It could be that the reason for the machlokas here is that nair, a candle, is only a klisha malatolia. So it's not that you're afraid to use it for something else, but what exactly are you going to use a candle for in the first place? It could be that the machlokas is something else. Others say pshat that the nair, since when you use it, it gets used up. It's something who not only is its use malacha, but it actually, it actually gets used up doing malacha. Uh, another example of this would be a, uh, um, a, the lead, a stick of, of lead or graphite from a, from a mechanical pencil, from a lead pencil. Um, also a, an eraser. These are things that are meant for malacha, and when you use them for malacha, they get used up for malacha. So it could be that that wouldn't give it its shame kli. But others say no, that this morik is simply coming from the place of it being a klisha malachalis, so that it doesn't have a shimush leheter. Um, according to them, any kind of object that really has no other use um, would be, would be uh, muktz in a way that you couldn't even move with Litzar Gufo Makomo, even though it's not too delicate. Um, Anything that is a keli, and it's got a lid that fell off it, so the halachi is, it is not mukta, they're nitolin, it's meant to be put back on there, since it started off as a kli, it retains its shame kli. Now this is even if it fell off on Erev Shabbos, so that when Shabbos came in, it already was not connected to it. Now, this is all with regard to kalim, but the doors or windows of the house, they are not kalim, they are not muchon, they are meant just to be there, and if they come out on Shabbos, you couldn't put them back because of binyan, and not only that, but it's considered, uh, it's considered muktzah. Um, so this is something that people don't always realize. Say a sliding door comes off its tracks, putting it back on would be a shail of binyan da'oraisa, and the door itself is muktzah. You've got to go and just rest it on a wall or something in a way that it's not a sakana. Um, there's a chiddush in the Magen Avram that the Mishnah brings down here, and that is something that was muktzah machmas chasarin kis. So it was muktzah, and then it bre- it broke on Shabbos, and it's no longer muktzah machmas chasarin kis. Typical of ex- example of it. 
you've got an expensive, a very expensive electronic piece of equipment, um, and uh, you would not use it for anything else. Uh, on Shabbos, it fell and broke, and it now becomes a toy. The uh, the halacha is that since when Shabbos came in, it was muktzah machmas ksaron kiz. Says the Magen Avram, we say since it became muktzah at the beginning of Shabbos, it remains muktzah for all of Shabbos.